0: This is the Best Run Podcast, brought to you by SAP. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the Best Run Podcast. Today with us, we have Ashley Kerber, who's the Vice President and Member Relations of the Women's Tennis Association, and Milan Cerny, who's the Director of Strategic Partnerships for SAP Global Sponsorships. Today, we're going to be talking about innovation in the Women's Tennis Association and how they're supporting player welfare off the court. Thank you both for joining us.
1: Thanks for having us. No
2: problem. Thank you so much. So
0: Ashley, why don't you give us a little bit of background about yourself?
2: Well, I I have to say I feel extremely lucky that I joined the WTA over 20 years ago at a time when it was just starting its player development programs. Player development, the field is anchored in the sports sciences, and it really focuses on the holistic development of an athlete on and off the court. And so I've loved being on the ground level of the development of a new field. It's exciting and terrifying to do something new. Um, And my role has evolved over the years with the WTA, and I now work more closely with the tournaments as well, which is great because I have the opportunity to see the business from multiple angles. It's really a privilege to work with all of these athletes, these champions that can go by their first names, Serena, Caroline, Billie Jean, and uh, I love it. I love getting up for work every day.
0: Yeah, you sound like you have an amazing job.
2: Milan, just give us a bit of background about yourself. I know
0: you're an expert in showcasing innovation technology. So tell us some of the um, the things that you've been doing.
1: Yeah, sure. So I've been with SAP for about nine years by now. And um, I started off as a consultant for business analytics. And I was fortunate enough to start um, working with global sponsorships uh, pretty much from the beginning, also on the tennis program, where I started building showcases and building technology and innovation pieces for the WTA with the WTA. And then for about two years now, I'm managing the entire partnership. And um, I must say, I feel extremely lucky as well to be working with uh, with great partners such as the WTA. And um, it's a very interesting program for us at SAP um, in order to showcase technology and to work with um, an innovative um, association like the WTA.
0: Yeah, and Milan, you don't just do tennis, right? You do, uh, you know, Team Liquid, you do city football groups, so soccer, sailing.
1: Correct, yes. I was, uh, I was lucky to be, to be part of many different programs at Global Sponsorships, and esports is actually the other vertical that I'm managing, and um, obviously that's a little bit of a different uh, industry, but uh, very exciting, very very challenging as well at times. Um, you know, new innovation, new investment for SAP. Um, an investment into the future and um, a good exercise for employer branding.
0: Awesome. We can't go anywhere these days without talking about the pandemic. So let's just um, first start there and and how uh, the WTA has been managing the pandemic. Ashley,
2: how has the WTA had to adjust your business this year, um, given the pandemic? The WTA, we really had to take an honest look and evaluate what was in our control because so many things were not in our control. And then we leaned into those opportunities. So communication, we immediately ramped up our communication with our partners and our players and our tournaments. And we're transparent about what we knew and what we didn't know. And then that led us to being, we like to think resourceful, resourceful and collaborative. We had to think new. How do you play without fans? How do you move players from one country to another in a pandemic? We then used our resources to work with some of the best experts in the world with Mayo Clinic and they helped us design our protocols and how we were going to return to play. And then that brings us back full circle to the communication concept. How are we going to educate all of our constituents, our players, our tournaments? What will this new normal look like? What will the protocols entail when they're competing? And that's really where SAP and their resources and technology came into play and really helped us underpin through the Litmus platform and the Qualtrics survey tool, how we could get out to our members and communicate with them and educate them on this new normal. And Milan, you've obviously been part
0: of assisting the WTA in this way. So can you tell us uh, you know, what technologies you've used and what what you've been doing?
1: Yeah, I think, um, as Ashley said, I think uh, we have to talk about the new normal, and um, we've come a long way with the WTA in the in the past about seven, eight years, um, where we started, you know, building performance-based analytics for the players and the coaches, uh, later on added some pieces for the media, and now obviously this year... Um, you know, gave us a completely new challenge of, you know, facing a pandemic and, you know, the tour being on pause and, and us, you know, being a partner to the WTA and, and then being able to provide them with solutions to, to challenges that um, came up not only this year, but um, in general. And I think talking about uh, educating players, talking about providing a training platform Uh, Litmus was really um, a a great tool, a great solution that we could offer to the WTA, and um, uh, we think it was a very successful launch. Um, And also, you know, when we look into Qualtrics, I think um, that case has been great this year. Um, It's only about to start. Um, WTA is start starting to work with it um, as we speak. They've already put out some surveys, and it all feels it all feels really good. But it's not just that, right? When When we look at what we've built in the in the past few years um, all the analytics that are relevant to the players and the coaches obviously were still available even if you know there were no no matches being played no tournaments being played that time has been used um, by the coaches with their players to kind of you know look into strategies look into tactics and that's where our software solutions based on you know all the data that comes off the court, they really come into play and uh, they provide them with the, t- with the right tools to to be efficient in their coaching and um, and to improve for the things to come.
0: Yeah. And, and I guess, Ashley, you know, all of the things that you've just talked about um, and also Milan, there's some key learnings that you've got from this that you can actually
2: use in the future, right? Oh, definitely. I think we've walked away with a richer experience. Our players have shown that they're incredibly resilient. They're agile and they're grateful because they they've really realized how much they love what they do. Also, using the tools that we have at hand, we now know we've had to see that our operations can adapt quickly, and it's really challenged our tenants community to listen more and to hear what their partners need in order to survive and be successful. And we have to meet our partners where they are in this moment, and we need to use every tool we have available um, to make that happen. Awesome. Um, So now uh, I just want to switch tracks a little bit and talk
0: about uh, something I didn't even know existed, which is the Women's Tennis Association University. Ashley, can you give us a little bit of background about that and what led to the launch of the of the new innovation platform
2: that you're using? If you'll humor me, I'll give you a little bit of background. Our philosophy is that if you want to encourage and set individuals up to be successful, they need to make good decisions. And good decision-making requires information, knowledge, and experience. And that's really where the WTA University comes in. It runs on the Litmus platform, and that's helped us meet the needs of a modern learner. The WTA has a really long history in player development since the mid-90s with regards to how we develop the athlete and provide them education. Player development is really there to essentially empower the athletes with, again, knowledge, build their professional skills and promote their career fulfillment and longevity. And because we've been at this game for a while, the WTA has conducted some longitudinal based research studies, the most recent we actually did with SAP and their data scientists. And what we found through the research is that players that participated in WTA player development programs actually enjoy longer careers and an increased frequency of professional behaviors in the environment. So when you have proven results, when you know that what you're doing is making an impact, you obviously want to do more of that. You want to reach more people. And again, that brings us back to Litmus, where a platform that's so robust really gave us the opportunity to launch our WTA university in a new way. So you take that history and then you add in a little spiciness of the pandemic and we had to expand our offerings very quickly. So I can give you an example um we have our athletes that are stuck at home they're used to being incredibly active they can't go to gyms tennis courts and facilities are closed down so the wta began to offer daily fitness classes and these were led by world-class expert instructors we could make these classes available to the players both live and then make them available afterwards by the wta university platform so if they wanted to go back and do the routine again if they had to do it at a different time zone, they had access to that. And Because the Litmus platform works across all devices, there's no buffering or wait time, it's just is super easy. And if you want people to adopt something or take advantage of it, we have to make it as easy as possible. And, and Litmus really, I think, has helped us um, launch into that new world and relationship with the modern learner. Yeah, great initiative.
0: And Milan, can you just tell us a little bit more about um, how SAP has supported the WTA in this initiative?
1: If you listen to Ashley, I think it becomes very clear that the, the requirements and needs that the WTA has are very clear cut, right? So I think for us, it was about, you know, looking into our portfolio of solutions and we have such a variety in our products and to find out, okay, which are the suitable ones and how can we help in the best possible way? Um, and that can go from, you know, custom-based solutions like the SAP Tennis Analytics, which we've built in the last few years, to, let's say, products like Litmos that, that come with a certain set of functionalities and that can then be matched to the needs and requirements that are in place at that given point in time. And I think, you know, we we were extre- extremely pleased to see that, um. This set of requirements that the WTA expressed and brought forward to us uh, was met by Litmos, and later then also by Qualtrics, and um, we could really provide some some value in a in a very very quick way. Because, like Ashley said, like you know, the situation came came up, and uh, we had to respond to it very quickly and adapt to the new normal or or the new situation very quickly. And we were able to do that because because our solutions are so flexible and and so quick. Uh, to be implemented it was a challenge and it was uh, you know we were kind of caught off guard uh, in a way but um, I think we handled it pretty well and um, again we are very very grateful for the opportunity that the WTA gave us there and we are pleased with the outcome definitely.
2: Actually have you got feedback from the players at all around the platform? Absolutely um, and I have to credit SAP that you know my team if you if you think of the title right we're member relations We are people people, and yet the resources that SAP has provided to us are so easy and intuitive for us to use um, that it makes it easy for the players to use them. Uh, For me, we have seen so many of our players come back for more programs so during the pandemic we where we used to do courses in person and workshops we started offering them online so examples of financial planning or an international tax course or media and brand building mentoring and leadership or those mental health and physical fitness classes i i mentioned earlier each time we would offer a class the players would come back and take the next one. And I think that's usually the best, if you can say form of advertising because they found it valuable and they wanted to spend and invest their time there again. So that's a real credit to how easy, I think the resources and the tools that SAP made available to us for the end user to take advantage of. And do you have plans to extend and expand the innovation platform? Absolutely, again, as Milan said, we probably should have been walking this spring, but we were forced to run. And so we've um, we've had to do quite a bit of education and I, I think it's been quite helpful to the athletes to get them comfortable with, here's what your new normal is going to look like. Here's what your protocols are going to look like. Here's how practice is going to be different. Here's how your transport will be different. And that's really important for them because athletes rely on habits and preparation. Where we wanna to expand to is again, taking the ability to modernize our training and our learning through the Litmus platform. So we'll continue to take probably some of our more established courses and put a fresh face on them. But I've talked a lot about the players, but again, the WTA, we're made up of our tournaments as well. And we have this very rich opportunity. Our tournaments are in dozens of markets around the world um, with you know big draw sizes, smaller draw sizes, huge populations, smaller type settings, and they each have unique strengths. And so I actually think we're going to be able to glean quite a bit of best practices that we can share amongst the tournaments. And the WTA University is gonna give us that ability to do it in a very easy and quick fashion. So I'm really excited to expand and offer more to our tournament and event members.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I'm really impressed with an association like the WTA, which has really taken technology and, and you know, made the most of what they can for their uh, members. I understand that this innovation platform is not the only thing that you've been doing. So can you tell us what else have you been doing to enhance women's tennis?
2: Where do we begin? I think, um, you know, the WTA is built on a culture of being the first, being leaders, and, being willing to take some risks it's actually the 50th anniversary this month of women's professional tennis and it was led by a renegade group of nine women um, that thought there would actually be a public interest in women's tennis and that led to the birth of the wta and so I think it's just in our DNA that we want to try new things and I, again that goes back to our partnership with sap that They've, they've really helped us establish and dug into the details of our patterns of play, um, which really started off with the tennis analytics. And Milan, I don't know if you you do such a better job than I do in describing to people how the, the general public can really partake in those innovations, because I think, Rushenka, that's where we need to go. We need to help our fans dive into the details and find what's, interesting to them in a tennis match? How do we expand what the broadcast is currently telling the fans through these statistics? So Milan, I don't know if you want to expand there.
1: Yeah, of course. I think one of the most important things here to understand is that the partnership between the WTA and SAP is a longstanding one. We, we've we worked together now for for about seven, eight years, and during that time, we've uh, we've accomplished so much, um, especially when it comes to tennis analytics for various target audiences and, and user groups. Uh, we obviously started with, you know, working with coaches, providing them with insights that they didn't have before. Uh, you know, we we followed up with um, with a rule change about on-court coaching in in 2014, and then introduced an on-court coaching app in uh, 2015 which can be used courtside by coaches for their coaching breaks. And then we steadily increased, uh, you know, the functionality of those tools. We added a media facing version of the tennis analytics. And it's it's all about continuous improvement and continuous collaboration. And uh, the WTA gives us a platform to do that. You know, they're extremely open to, um, you know, new features, new functionalities, and also thinking outside of the box, which is very important. And we have those, those quick cycles of um, improvements to, to all the tools that we provide and to all the software. So as Ashley mentioned, the, the latest innovation in terms of uh, tennis analytics was actually patterns of play where we started looking into not just, you know, single individual shots uh, like, like serves or like returns, but we looked into sequences of shots. And that way we provided coaches with a unique tool which allows them to digest and dissect each match and even many matches at the same time and figure out patterns in, you know, their own players or their opponents match play. Um, That was a huge step forward for us and for the entire community. And this is what we want to build on uh, moving forward. There were many things that we that we innovated with the WTA being first movers, uh, such as the Encore coaching application, which, you know, hasn't been there before. And we just want to continue in that, in that manner and um, continue to innovate the sport and um, add value to all, to everybody who's, uh, you know, participating, be it coaches, be it players, and ultimately also the fans.
0: Yeah, and you make a good point there, Milan, because it's open to everybody, So the technologies for any player or any coach. So actually, I guess what you're seeing is actually an improvement across the board in terms of play. Everyone can actually raise their performance and, 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 and do their best.
2: Oh, 100%. The technology is such an asset. Um, first, it provides you with hard data and numbers. I think we all like to watch sports because there's such an emotional component. When you're competing and training in the sport, it's emotional for that competitor and that coach as well. So what a privilege and a luxury to have actual hard data to refer back to and you can strip away the emotion and actually see what's happening to see what patterns are unfolding during a match so that you can actually, you know, assess and how do you improve. But then I think the other thing that technology can really do is that we know that there are different types of learners. Do they learn by listening, by moving, by reading, by hearing, by, you know, through an experiential process. And I think that's, that's where technology can also be helpful because it allows us the opportunity to provide education and training and learning to different types of individuals. And they can go in and pull what they want from the learning and the training. So I think technology uh, really helps us in a multitude of ways. Yeah, great. So we should probably just start
0: to wrap up now. Um, Milan, did you have any final thoughts that you'd like to leave us with?
1: Well, I think I think this year has taught us a lot about, you know, being flexible, adapting to new situations and um being up to speed with the latest and being able to respond. I think, you know, we we've made some good progress with the WTA despite being in those challenging times that are that are for sure challenging for everyone and um again, I think um you know, I hope we can continue on this path. We've we've laid the groundwork and the last few years were very successful for us and there's more to come. I think, um, you know, especially when it comes to exposing all the insights that we have on tennis and provide them to, you know, media representatives, to the WTA and to players and coaches, I think exposing that, those insights to, you know, a wider audience, fans, the public uh, would be one of the challenges that we would like to address next and then obviously carry on with all the other areas that we've that we started addressing this year like wta university which is certainly has been you know a great start but i think there's there's even more to come there and um there are many plans so yeah really looking forward to the future and um really really happy to be part of this partnership
2: and ashley how about you any parting thoughts i think milan really captured it in that what makes the WTA and SAP partnership is truly the integration. And that's why I can't 100% tell you where we're going, because in many cases, SAP is leading us and pulling us along. They're taking their, their technology, their machine learning, their artificial intelligence, and their broader perspective on business and how businesses run. And we're then marrying that with our deep tennis knowledge and sports knowledge and finding ways to connect with our fans in a new way and help our players and our tournaments in a new way. And I think it's really rare. Like I said, I've been in the business for a couple of decades, and I I just have not experienced this kind of integrated uh, working relationship. And I think we've just scratched the surface. I think we've just begun and really looking forward to a 2021 that unveils new opportunities and ways forward for, uh, for tennis and for the WTA and SAP partnership.
0: Thanks, Ashley, and thank you, Milan. and thank you both for joining us on the podcast today. And listeners, if you'd like to hear more about what the WTA and SAP are doing, please make sure you join us at uh, SAP Effect, which is our flagship event for SAP Australia New Zealand. You can join um, and register for the event by visiting sap.com slash Australia slash Effect EFFECT. And the big news is that we'll have the WTA world number one Ash Barty speaking at that event, so make sure you don't miss that. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. You've been listening to The Best Run Podcast. You've been listening to The Best Run Podcast, brought to you by SAP.